Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again Jean Lysing for her uh, bi-weekly uh, legislative update. Good morning to you, uh, Senator Lysing. As uh, the uh, General Assembly session starts to wind down, and I uh, understand four more Mondays are, con- are coming down that's the pike. A, that's exactly what <clears throat> what people were talking about uh, yesterday. Was that gee, there's only going to be four more Mondays after after this week, so four weeks left, and. Uh, Still lots to do. I, you know, the big thing is, although while the governor has uh, released his uh, version of the budget and the House has done theirs, the Senate Appropriations Committee is still working on the Senate. I am not on that committee, but, you know, I've tried to uh, relay to my appropriations chairman some of the things that, that are important to me. Uh, as just a senator who isn't on that committee. It'll be interesting to see what we all find out in another week or so. But, you know, obviously education funding is always important. You know, so we want to see, you know, some reasonable growth in education funding. While normally I would tell you education funding at the state level, uh, the last budget was 51% of the funds. So uh, actually the the state is quite generous uh, with the tax revenue toward education. Um, in regard to um, <clears throat> the Department of Ag, since I chair Ag, they certainly could use uh, some extra funds to uh, uh, really to make their office more efficient, to uh, update some software that's critical to programs like the Grain Indemnity Fund, which ensures um, grain that is um, uh, stored in uh, dealerships or whatever. Uh, But then also, when I think of ag, I think of uh, the state fair uh, funding request. Uh, They have to continue to do maintenance and make improvements in the fairgrounds. And honestly, our fairgrounds have seen some striking improvements. Uh, Last week, I had a presentation at the Rural Caucus from the state fair and the new Farm Bureau Fall Creek Pavilion, formerly known as the Swine Barn, will be open for this state fair this summer. And uh, that's going to be a multi-purpose building or a multi-use building when it's not in the during the fair. It's going to have some uh, capability of being used for, for various things. Um, also, um, I would say in the ag area, uh, the... Uh, soil and water conservation, people that fall under the Department of Ag, they they need a shot in the arm on some funding. I don't think they've had any additional funding for quite a while. Um, if we were talking about uh, a lot of folks that are your listeners, retired teachers really want uh, to receive what's commonly known as a 13th check, which is not really a 13th check, but it's it's a, some bit of a bonus over what they traditionally get in their retirement. Teachers that retired a long time ago really uh, don't get a very large uh, retirement. And then uh, one of the things that I have worked on, been working on for the last uh, month or more is funding to restore the Matamor Canal project because there was no money put in it for at least uh, – it looks to me like perhaps since 2011, and so um, it's really no longer functioning as we all knew it. 
And so it's one of 11 historic sites. And truthfully, uh, if we want it to remain a historic site, uh, the state is going to have to put some money in it to restore it, including uh, repairing the canal and locks, but also um, getting a new boat because the new boat, the old boat is no longer functional. So anyway, so those are some of the budgetary things. But when your folks listen, if they if they know of something that they are specifically watching for to, and hoping will be in the budget, please uh, please give me a call and let me know, okay? Um, some of the <clears throat> ag issues that are now moving and uh, look as though they will become law uh, that are important uh, would be um, the uh, bill that started in the House and I sponsored it in the Senate, and that has to do with the loss of agricultural ground due to economic development and uh, renewable energy. So both uh, business development as well as um, the renewables like solar. Uh, we have no idea how many acres have been lost per county, but we know it, it's becoming significant. And so this would uh, have the Department of Ag track that loss over the last, um, I believe, since 2010. So that's going to be an interesting thing. And that bill has passed and has now been sent to the governor for his signature. Uh, another uh, ag bill that is uh, moving along well and and has had a lot of controversy is whether or not you can sell a pet in a pet store as long as it meets all of its certifications. Um the Humane Society of the United States is fighting against that. They would prefer that everybody get their dogs from a shelter. And uh, honestly, from uh, a sheer commerce issue, it would seem to me we would want to give people a choice of either getting their dog from a shelter, from a breeder, or from a pet store, as long as those dogs were properly taken care of. Um, in the health area... There's a bill that's going to get voted out on Wednesday that will allow people to uh, purchase their contraceptives in a pharmacy, at a pharmacy. And, uh, you know, that is a big deal for many, many people. We have over 50% of our babies are being born uh, to women who are on Medicaid which means they're having a hard time uh, with affording additional children. And this will give people an option, uh, you know, because sometimes people say, well, you know, uh, obviously I, I have always opposed abortion, but this, uh, you know, gives people an opportunity if they don't want to become pregnant uh, to more easily access uh, contraception. So I think that bill will move its passed out of the house. Uh, completely at this point. Um, then there would be um, uh, the other bill that's still pending out there in regard to health has to do with that funding for county health departments. And it's my understanding that that's somewhere in the House process right now, but um, not officially passed. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what uh, becomes of that and especially the funding. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out, and we'll continue our conversation with State Senator Gene Lysing right after this. 
Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our biweekly visit with State Senator Gene Lysing. And uh, Senator, as far as some other bills uh, that you have your eye on, uh, what are those? In the natural resource area, there is the bill that would prevent the Department of Natural Resources to to completely requiring their um, new state maps, floodplain maps, uh, to supersede the federal FEMA floodplain maps. And that bill has passed both the Senate and the House and will be moving on to the governor. Uh, in the utilities area, my Senate Bill 9 has passed both houses and has actually been signed by the governor, and that is the one that would require any major uh, utility company that's retiring or closing an energy-producing plant to have the Indiana Utility Regulatory Commission review that closure if it's earlier than anticipated in their plan, uh, because we are concerned about the reliability and dependability of electrical generation if plants that have been dependable are closed prematurely because of the pressure of going renewable. And so um, I think that will be an interesting, um, now that it's passed, an interesting law to watch to see if it slows down the closure of some of our uh, more dependable sources of electric energy. The, uh, in a, the education area, I have to tell you that I'm very, very excited about the fact that the FAFSA bill has passed both the Senate and the House and will hopefully soon uh, be uh, signed by the governor in the next week or so. Uh, but that is the bill that would require all high school seniors and their parents, unless they deliberately say they don't want to participate or they're school principal or school counselor says they don't want to participate, uh, that they would need to complete the FAFSA. And that is the potential opportunity for federal Pell Grant money, depending on their income, and also for many scholarships for higher education. Uh, higher education is really lagging in Indiana right now. We're down to a 53% college enrollment, which is the lowest it's been. It dropped off during covid and uh, has not recovered. And so um, employers are demanding folks with various skills and educational backgrounds, and we got to make sure that Indiana doesn't fall behind. Also, my bill has passed that would um, give a, require the Department of Ed in their contracts with testing companies to make sure that they require an easy-to-read summary of all the um, standardized testing results because that in itself is so important that parents and teachers can easily at a glance understand what how their students are doing and how they're doing compared to other students in the state. So anyway, those are some of the key things that are out there, but 
uh, there's it's going to be a busy next uh, month, and uh, I'm hoping that if any of your listeners um, have a particular issue that I haven't touched on that they're following, that they don't hesitate to uh, call my Senate office, which is 1-800-382-9467. That's 1-800-382-9467. And ask for my legislative assistant and Hopefully they can get that information for you if they don't have it at hand. And uh, Senator Lysing, of course, uh, on uh, Sunday, uh, you were in uh, Sunman for the uh, dedication of the Safe Haven uh, Baby Box. And uh, uh, your thoughts on that particular event? Well, I'll tell you, I was amazed at the community participation on Sunday afternoon at the uh, Baby Box Blessing. Um, And I think I was also amazed at the facts that were given by the people that have headed uh, this project, the fact that there are now 97 baby boxes located in Indiana, more than in any other state. Uh, And, you know, the first thought I had was, gee, why do we need this? Well, in talking to people, I realized that, unfortunately, there are people having babies and, uh, you know, they're just not uh, putting them up for adoption. They find them... uh, you know, perhaps uh, in a dumpster, and we can't have that happening in our state. So it's it's a big deal, and so I think that your listeners need to know that, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's a last resort, but it is a option for people that truly believe they have a child that they are not going to be able to take care of. So uh, I would urge people to, to go through the normal channels of adoption and and through a hospital or a medical setting but but honestly we know there's a need now and um, I think because of that uh, we saw the participation we saw in in Sunman Indiana and I mean they have it very organized it's uh, for people that uh, are wondering about it it's at their I guess their EMS building uh, and you know you can just ride right by it and, and see the outside of it. And uh, for people that are wondering, well, how does that work? Well, people can put uh, their baby in the baby box from the outside of the building. They can remain anonymous. And when they place that baby in the box and an alarm is sounded to the firemen and EMS people so that they know that there's a baby in the box any time of the day or night, and they can go rescue that baby. So, it, Tom, it was a pleasure to see you there and for you to cover uh, this that important event because I know it's very important to the people in that community that have worked so hard to raise the money and fund the project. And uh, and it's was, it was good to see you as well, Senator Lysing, on Sunday. And, uh, yes, it is a, a very, very important uh, piece of uh, the community. And, of course, uh, two more are uh, planned for Ripley County, one in Versailles, and uh, one in Milan. So uh, it was a, a great event all around on Sunday, and uh, great to see uh, so many familiar faces and uh, meet a few uh, new faces as well on Sunday. So uh. Absolutely. <laughs> and if people are wondering if those baby boxes are really being used, I've been told in the last couple of weeks in Indiana there have been three babies placed in baby boxes in various locations in Indiana. I don't know what locations. But, you know, so, yes, they are being used. And... Uh, Hard to believe sometimes for me, but, you know, it's, it's 
uh, the way of the world, I guess, Tom, and certainly another option for people. Indeed. And uh, Senator Gene Lysing, as always, we appreciate your time. Stay well. And uh, we look forward to uh, speaking with you once again in uh, about two weeks. Sounds great, Tom. Thank you very much for covering.